Listener Production. Two colourful, loopy, fruity rings of deliciousness on the nutritional ladder of healthy living. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, it is a very big Monday episode. Uh, Alex Dyson joining you and the husk, the shell, the exoskeleton that is Matthew O'Kine joining us. Hot off a big splendour in the grass, mate. I don't know about you, but I was curled up on the dude on the couch watching the absolute bedlam over the no. weekend. Like, it had been a couple of years off for the live music north of Byron and, God, they tried everything to make it work amidst the most chaotic scenes. How are you feeling, mate? Man, I hope you've had your creatine because you are going to be doing some heavy lifting in today's show. <laughs> I, I seriously mean that. Listen um, to your voice, man. <laughs> oh, bro, I knew you'd bring this up. Look. So my dry July turned about as dry as the Byron Bay Parklands were <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> All right. So just give me a minute to recalibrate. We're going to dive in literally to mm. the shitstorm that was Splendor in the Grass right after this. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you for joining us. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. All right, Matty. Talk us through it, mate, because last time I saw you, Friday, you were uh, heading straight to the Forum tent where... Uh, Boilermakers was set to do what was going to be a bit of an off-Broadway, you know, those who know, know kind of set. But with the rain, with the lines, with people like being told, here's, here's your campsite, it's just a lake. <laughs> hey. It was chaos, so much so that they, it wasn't safe to have the bands play. I saw Sophie Tucker three minutes out from sight. They'd come from Tomorrowland over in Europe. Back on the plane, boys, <laughs> and then it's just straight back. Straight back to Europe. Before we get to your set, as for, for the hip-hop project Boilermakers, a little bit of comedy involved as well, but was it as chaotic and as rainy as it, as it appeared on social media? Like, what was it Bro. like? Bro. Okay, I'll give you the, the, the beat by beat. So, at around about oh, 4 p.m. on Thursday, a group message on Facebook goes out to all the comedians performing at, at Splendour and, and, you know, um, from the organiser and they're like, hey... Uh, just letting you know there's a bit of traffic heading into sight, okay? <laughs> that turns into um, the driver believes that it's going to take five hours to get from the airport to the site. There's flooding, there's crashing. Yeah. None of the campsite is prepared. People are having to go to the bathroom on the side of the road. All, all the jokes about Fire Festival Australia have started to <laughs> flood in, right? So that's Thursday. Meanwhile, the show needs to start. It's supposed to start at five o'clock and they're like, comedians aren't going to get here, right? So usually Thursday night, the comedy is on. Right, so there's some Thursday night comedy. People are arriving and setting up. They yep. go for a wander and they can go past and have a laugh on, on Thursday evening. Exactly, but no comedians are there on time. There's three comedians holding the fort. They have to start late. People are doing well beyond their 10 minutes that they're supposed to do, like pulling in these marathon sets just to keep people entertained while, we're, while they're literally waiting for, for carloads of people to come yeah. in. When, when some of the comedians finally got to their campsites, it was 4.30 in the morning. Right, um, there was no way to get in and out at times. So even when the comedy show finished, a lot of the comics who weren't staying on site and the people who, like the techs and everything who were working there, 
Some of them were sleeping in the tent that they were performing in, like lying on couches. I got there on Friday morning, man, and I tell you what, when I got there, people were broken. Like there were... <laughs> Day one. Like yeah. comedians were crying. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, like I, mm. I spoke to one and, and she was just like, I... I don't want to be here anymore. Like mm. I, it, well, that was just after the news had spread that um that the the gigs were off, and they were like, I came for the music as well. Like I, yeah. I came to perform, and but gradually everything things got a little bit better. It's tough for those first acts who the, the call hadn't been made yet, and they're standing side stage ready to go out. The crowds are out there ready for them to walk out and perform. But you saw that you know there was just a lot of confusion going on as to whether they'd actually um, make it out. Trying to get through to anywhere between one tent to another was like this epic journey that you embarked on. With you, you had to have gumboots. Did you take gumboots? Of course, mate. If you didn't have <laughs> knee high gumboots, it was game over, bro. Like, I there'd be people who are still stuck there, like right now. And like, you're it wasn't just wet, it looked like smooth concrete, and then you'd put your feet in it, and your whole ankle would disappear into this sludge. Um, the lineups, as we saw on the news yesterday, mm. hours long to get mm. home. Hours. Mm. People getting home at 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, like everywhere you look, people were just lined up. It's, 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 it's tough. When you, like, you couldn't get in, but you also couldn't get out. <laughs> John <laughs> Crookshank wrote a very funny tweet. It's like, first festival in history where people got caught sneaking out of it. <laughs> 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 Trying to jump the fences to get out. Like, no, get back in here. <laughs> You're not leaving without us. <laughs> well, that was very funny oh, man, from John. That's rough. And well, let's let's stay on Friday just quickly because yep. the news comes through. The main stages are cancelled, but these smaller ones were going ahead, including your set. So, your play- what time are you playing on Friday night? So the comedy show started at five. I was going to be due on stage at seven. Everything gets cancelled, and I'm not going to lie, Alex Dyson. Listen to me right now, okay? I'm going to be honest with you, the listener, and I'm going to be honest with you, my co-host, okay? Everything gets cancelled. I'm staying in a hotel. Mm. Life is fine. Mm. I was licking my lips, all right? (laughs) I was absolutely ready to clean up the crumbs on this schmozzle, all right? Now, they say that life is all about preparation and that is why I have... The Google Drive link to all of my Boilermakers instrumentals tattooed on my neck, all right? Because <laughs> you never know when you're going to get the call up. Well, we saw that in 2015, wasn't it? Splendor of the Grass, all day pulls out. There's a free spot on the mix-up tent. Matt O'Kine says, oi, what's the chance of Boilermakers performing? Backed up by Dyson <laughs> on the deck, tent. DJ Snorlax. <laughs> Because we'd played a gig to like 20 people in Sydney like the day before. So we'd, we'd practice. It was a practice run. We were ready to go. Exactly. And we came out, ended up performing, saved the festival. I think everyone, uh, you know, it, I'm not overstating it when I said we saved the festival. And so Matt O'Kine once again. <laughs> Mate, I've come through with the Bradbury yet again. You asked Stephen Bradbury, all right? whether he won that medal by fluke. He'll tell you that was years of preparation to be in that moment when everyone else falls down, all right? So when the heavens open up and suddenly rain cancels everything and your boy is the only one with his skate still on (laughs) sliding down the home stretch, all right? You tell me that that was a fluke. That was 
meant to be. And look, the it was an excellent set. It was a lot of fun. So could people, was there a big lineup for the forum tents at Splendour then as a result? No, it was it was absolutely full. There were people lined up around the, as in not lined up to get in, but like people were lined up around the inside at the back of the tent and everything. It was, it was an amazing vibe. Thank you to everyone who came and joined us. Look, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there was a little bit of a, oh, good on you for trying your thing sort of energy about it. But, you know, I appreciate the positivity no matter what, okay? Yeah. You let an old man rap at you, so thank you very much for that. Did you do a cover of Feels Good Ink or something like that? Or? Man, everyone was doing that, hey, baby. Oh, <sighs> DJ Otzi. Uh, like, <laughs> that was just going everywhere. Oh, but what, here's, a, here's a couple of one, one or two funny things that did happen and one, one positive thing. And that was when, when the bands were playing on f- Saturday night and look, there was a lot of positivity going around for people who just made the most of the whole situation. Yeah. And, you know, not everyone had a terrible campsite. A lot of people had were fine camping. It was just wet. You know, it, all, the news is always going to embellish a lot of the sort of negativity. A lot of people were having as best time as they could and were trying to be as positive as they could. And so when bands like the Glass Animals played and Violent Soho played, mm. it was unreal. And not only that, because no one could sit down at any <laughs> of the stages... <laughs> The whole place, the whole yeah. amphitheater were on their feet and yep. moving and getting into it and like loving it. So there was some positivity. But look, he, just to give you a little bit of an insight, when, you know, adding insult to injury at a time when people are trying to, struggling to sleep, tents are flooded, yep. people are waiting hours to get home and get to shelter. There's always a Cape Crusader uh, willing to add icing to this cake. So here is a message from a comedian that was on the ground, Jordan Barr. Oh, I know Jordan Barr, legend. Hi, dear listener. Um, I'm thrilled. My name's Jordan Barr. I am here performing at Splendour as a comedian. I'm thrilled to tell you my story about finding a shit behind my tent. I, uh, I woke up and my tent had collapsed. And then as I stepped outside, went around the corner, I saw what can only be a human shit. And I knew that before I saw the male undies that were discarded to the side. Apparently, it's a bit of a trend. There's a little shit rat running around doing poos behind people's tents like it's like become a thing. That's the last thing Splendor in the Grass needs. Like they were putting up apologies over the whole weekend with that pink and blue kind of font. So you don't need another one coming. Hey, guys, be kind you to each other. You don't need to step in a turd on in Splendor just to really seal the deal. Imagine that as you step out of your tent. Look, sorry for this. It's, oh, it's not Freezes Free Friday. So thank you to everyone who... who mm did their best to be positive and all the bands who were able to perform and to look the organizers this would honestly be the worst week of their lives i'm sure so <laughs> i'm so that and everyone on the ground was genuinely trying no one yeah. was trying to do a bad job everyone yeah was stressing and trying their hardest to make something happen out of this. So Yeah, and it makes tr- tragic after two years of not being able to put it on, you just want so badly for it to go so well. And unfortunately, I mean, it's a it's lessons can be learned. We could move on with it. And uh, yeah, hopefully a few friendships forged in the fire over the weekend. If you are, are joining us on your road trip back, I hope you had a reasonable time. Or if you were like me and uh, cozy on the couch watching some Stranger Things, I hope you also enjoyed yourself. <laughs> But Matt, like the spotlight was on Splendor, but um, old Daiso got up to a few things. So I thought I might give you a little quiz next, if that's all right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, please. Bring back a bit of a quiz. All right. Well, it's coming up on All Day Breakfast. 
All Day Breakfast. Yes, I'm very excited about this quiz that you've got prepared for me, Alex Dyson. But I do want to give a quick shout out before we do that to uh, the people who joined me on stage at Splendor. All right, Renan, young rapper. We've spoken to him before when he got uh, two bouts of COVID and the chicken pox earlier this year. <laughs> also, shout out to Kelsey Brown, Australian netballer. Alex Dyson, Australian Diamond number 175. Thank you very much. Joining me on stage, incredible voice, doing her thing. Both of them, their first Splendour, and I was like, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But they managed to have a great time, so thank you very much to them. Indeed. Well, Matt, uh, there was plenty going on north of Byron this week, but, uh, you know, Alex Dyson managed to get to a few things as well. So many things that I thought that it was worthy of bringing back this segment. One of these things didn't actually happen. One of these things hey! isn't actually true. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be back. I can't believe this, this game's being syndicated already. Oh, that's it, Matt. We all knew what you were doing, which means it's quite a mystery of what Rattus Doggus was, uh, was getting up to over the last couple of days. So I thought I'd give you three headlines of my weekend and you have to guess which one didn't actually happen. Did it involve you just wallowing in your own smugness? <laughs> I got to tell you, it took about 30 <laughs> seconds for TikTok to just hone its algorithm into Splendor videos. I was watching every was single one so with my head in my hands, just watching the car crash in real time. Everyone was so smug. You and Ollie Wards are messaging me. Oh, what's it like? Oh, gee, no, I'm so glad I didn't go. Oh, shut up. It was good, okay? Don't well, need your smugness. I had quite a good weekend as well. So we're going to get into the headlines, Matt. You need to decide which thing I actually did on the weekend and which one of these things I didn't do. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Number one, I ran into Waleed Ali buying a sweet potato at down at the shops. Ooh. Another one is I almost got caught out in a lie at a house inspection of a place I really couldn't afford. <laughs> and the other one is we had... All day breakfast, work, drink, margaritas uh, without you. <laughs> oh, what? Well, all of these things sound exciting, and I wish, <laughs> I, I'm hoping they all happen for you. Okay, when you, you bumped into Wally Dali, were you buying the potato you or get, was he? You get one question for each one. Is that just so everyone's aware of the rules? Uh, yep, he was okay. buying the sweet potato. Yeah, I saw him. I, I didn't finish sweet my potato. question. I actually went to the Kifflers. Ah, okay. potatoes. And did, did any indication on what he was cooking? Um, no, I didn't see like a, a recipe book for a uh, sweet potato pie or anything Ooh, like okay, that. Okay. I don't know if Waleed's a sweet potato kind of guy. Don't I reckon he'd have you. a sweet potato? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. All right. All right. Well, he'd be the Kipfler kind of guy. <laughs> Maybe a cocktail spud. All, um, right. all right. Number two. This house that you were uh, inspecting, what made it so out of your price range? Um, the fact that I don't make that much money. Uh, nah, made it out what of was, what, t- give me some of the specs. We talking? I was just looking at an off-grid acreage in Woolgoolga. For <laughs> $2 million. It's got a 23-metre lap pool out the front. I was like, ooh, hey, I could plant some bananas there. No, so 
I was in the CBD and like it's really um, I find it really irritating that in order to go to like the observation decks of um, these big sort of towers you got to pay like 15 20 bucks a lot of the time mm. when on a Saturday a lot of these apartments are for sale or rent and you could just oh rock up God. pick the one that is highest in the building and go and inspect the property the one I looked at was about 3.2 million dollars. And uh, the guy asked, oh, so what's your price range? And I said, 2.5 to 3. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then the third one was you had margaritas without me? Yep. Myself and Bron and uh, M, who does a lot of social media, uh, does a great job. We all went out for some some margs. Um, Oh, what? Had a little kingfish tacos. Um, Um. so, uh, are you a salt rim or no salt rim person? Uh, salt rim. Yep. Ice, no ice? Uh, ice. Tommy's or no Tommy's? Tommy's. Tommy's margarita. Or a classic? <laughs> no, no Tommy's. Oh, you're a rookie, mate. You don't even know what you're talking about. M went the jalapeno. Oh, I love me a jalapeno. Okay, I'm going to say... That you did not see Waleed Ali at the shops buying a sweet potato. You're absolutely correct. I did not. <laughs> yes! No, Waleed for my it. weekends. Because I was, you, I think you were right on it. I, I'm a sweet potato guy. Waleed's probably a Kifler guy. Because I make the sweet potato <laughs> chips. So I made them. <laughs> Um, so you, so you made the sweet potato. I made, someone saw me buying a sweet potato on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, uh-huh. that was going on there. But no, we missed you at Margs. Why? When did this? How did this get organised? Was it for an occasion, or you just you're all friends now? Just decide. Wait a second. We're just cool friends. Wait a second. Does that mean there's a side group chat without me? Coming up next, Clickfish with producer Is there a Bron. side WhatsApp without me? Is there a side WhatsApp that exists? All day breakfast. Emily, Bron, and Alex. This is all day breakfast. And, uh, Show me your phone right now. I hope you're going well. We'll be back with you in a moment. I smell toast. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Well, well, well. <laughs> if it isn't one of the, what is it, betrayers of our friendship, hey? One of the conniving little rats in this pack of hey work guys, people. We're thinking of going for dinner and drinks Saturday in the city if you want to join. We'd love it. Bron Keen, I say, yeah, that sounds delightful. Em says, yay, Bron suggested this place. I'm down for that. I'm just reading the group chat that has no <laughs> Oh, yeah, Mado great, that does not it. have me involved in it. <laughs> That's what you mean, you didn't miss much. All right, let us know when have you been left out of the, of the group. <laughs> when have you been left out of the group? Just savage. Hey, you were having a good time at Splendor. We needed to do something. Oh my god! All right, Bron. What uh, what have you been clicking on over the weekend? So this one's from the NZ Herald headline: Aussie TikToker shocked to learn Northern Hemisphere season dates. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing an influencer on TikTok didn't realise that when it's summer here, it's winter there, and vice versa. 
No. So Lachlan Crane, he's a 22-year-old from Australia. He went on TikTok and said he was so confused that June... So we start summer on December 1st, right? Yep. And winter on June 1st. Yep. The Northern Hemisphere, so people in the UK, people in the US, they start summer on June 21st. Solstice? Mm. And then they what? do winter starts for them on December 21st. Oh, my I've God. never heard this in my... I'm shocked as well. What the hell's going on? What are these packet jokers doing over there? But why would... If the solstice is the middle, why wouldn't the solstice be the middle of summer? Summer starts earlier and goes over the solstice and finishes afterwards. I don't... And no, anything that goes on in the US doesn't really make sense to me. I don't get... Like Fahrenheit, I don't get anything what that they're doing. What the heck <laughs> is going on? It ends. It starts on the twenty first of June and ends on the twenty third of September. That's, <laughs> what on earth is going? I've never heard this before. Pack of clowns, <laughs> absolute bozos. What are they just doing? Like a game of Wheel of Fortune on the calendar, just just spinning a dial and seeing where it lands. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing over there. Do hemispheres have their own ones or is this country by country sort of decides when summer is and that kind of thing? Well, they're saying countries in the northern hemisphere and they're specifically saying UK and US. So I don't know if it's every country in the northern hemisphere, but... Is this the only surprise? Is is the start of their week at like 3.34 on a Wednesday (laughs) morning? (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, it wouldn't put it past them. They seem to be all over the shop. So, um, look, <laughs> we wish them well, but they've got a lot of issues that need to be sorted out in these these sort of places. Well, thank you very much for that, Bron. Muchly appreciated. Um, we And I'll just chat to you actually, on the, you know um, what? in no. the group chat, Bron. No, it's Shall not. We? I'll see you no, next time. I'll see I just realised I'm not going to be nice to you anymore. <laughs> this is it. It's over. Get off. Get off our show right now. Both of you, you're all off. Come on, log off. Mm. Our show? Ta-ta. <laughs> Tata, you're with Matt for all day breakfast. Thank you for joining me today. Really appreciate it. I will be back tomorrow. Who knows what those <laughs> Judases will be doing. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a good one. Uh, please keep in touch with the show at matt.and.alex on Instagram. And we will see you tomorrow for another Matt and Alex all day breakfast. And look, we'll catch you later. If you want a little bit more, you know, all day breakfast action, but you also like... <laughs> want to keep this exclusion of Matt O'Kind rolling. I'm on Ezra Carlson's podcast today. That's oh, enough what? already. Is, uh, You've the got another podcast. podcast partner already? Yeah, sorry, mate. Oh, mate, the betrayals never end. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> you go away for one weekend in the mud, mate, and things change. Forget it. I'm packing my bags. I'm going back to Yelgin. It was better <laughs> at North Byron Parklands than it is in this buddy. Pig sty, <laughs> you beasts. I'm out. <laughs> See you tomorrow. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. <laughs>